This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Jim Lang, and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. On Breeders' Cup Saturday, later on in the show, we will talk about today's Breeders' Cup races, which are being held at Keeneland in Lexington, Kentucky. Seven races in all, matching the best thoroughbreds from around the world, culminating with the $6 million classic. But before we get to that, another topic being bantered about in horse racing circles, especially in our own backyard of Woodbine, is that of the legalization of sports betting in Canada. For some time now, the Woodbine Entertainment Group and several other racing bodies have been spearheading the cause of sports betting made legal in the country, a feat that would require a change in the longstanding criminal code. But recently, there were some serious concerns by these groups with the private measures bill currently being debated by members of parliament in the House of Commons. Bill C-2118, which is a sports betting bill, poses an existential threat to Canada's horse racing industry. And one person who is very concerned about this is Woodbine Entertainment Group CEO Jim Lawson, who will join us later on and voice these concerns. Also on today's show, and keeping with our recent Hall of Fame theme, well, you can't talk about Canadian thoroughbred racing without mentioning the name of a racing legend, an icon in the saddle. Yes, we'll be speaking shortly with retired jockey Sandy Hawley, the riding king of Woodbine, Fort Erie, and Greenwood. Remember them? Sandy had no problem moving his tax out of the border and competing with some of the best jockeys in the world on a regular basis. We'll find out what Sandy's doing now and how fitting we are speaking with him on Breeders' Cup Day as the winner of 6,450 races. Actually, came out of a 10-year retirement for one single race, a special Legends Jockey event at Santa Anita, which, of course, he won and defeated many of the riding icons. And finally, what would Breeders' Cup Day be without a couple of possible betting gems? And not to be forgotten, both Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park boast some tremendous betting opportunities as well, which we will review along with some additional hidden potential betting nuggets in our Ponies Picks of the Day with the, oh, white-hot Larry Simpson. It's going to be a great show. Once again, your betting app will get a big workout with HPI and Dark Horse accounts. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine is next. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine. Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang, and let me you introduce you to my co-host, the one and only, the expert in the ponies, Larry Simpson, the man who knows all. Larry, this is a big day, especially the Breeders' Cup Classic. What a race that's going to be. It's going to be a, a terrific race. Like, you've got about five horses in there that you can probably throw a blanket over, and, uh, you know, I think that's that's how close this race is. But, I mean, the big three, tis the law, improbable, authentic. You could, if either one of them won, you'd say, yeah, they deserve it. And then you got maximum security last year's Kentucky Derby winners in there as well. So uh, 
Yeah, it, it's going to be, I think it's probably one of the best classic races that they've had in the Breeders' Cup for years. Six million on the line. It's a huge purse. And you mentioned a lot of people really looking forward to today because of the lineup. You have the $4 million turf race, some big money on the line in Kentucky today. And you also have uh, the uh, Phillies and Mares, uh, Distaff, which uh, pits Monami Girl against uh, Swiss Skydiver, who they oh, were considering. Yeah. They were considering putting her in the uh, classic. So uh, that's going to be a very interesting race too. And, and I, no matter what you say, I think people realize there's certain horse races where casual fans go, "Oh, Kentucky Derby," but the Breeders' Cup Day—it's a big day. Well, I think it, it is because there's seven races, and it's not just like one race. But yeah, on Kentucky Derby Day, they have a couple of uh, uh, good stakes races yeah, and, yeah. and that, uh, like a, an undercard. Uh, and it's the same, you know, with the Breeders' Cup. You got basically you got seven races, and they're all over a million dollars each race. So, you know, and that's it's, it's big money, big horses, big jockeys. Uh, we're talking world class horse racing every time they open the gates and let them go building up to the classic and there's a lot of money being bet a lot of money being bet well one of the great things about horse racing is putting a little money on it and gambling it's been part of horse racing for generations uh, going back to centuries really and who better to talk about uh, the the art of gambling and horse racing the woodbine ceo jim lawson joining us on ponies 24 7 the radio magazine jim how are you great nice to be on again thanks for uh Give me the opportunity to speak about the, the latest topics in horse racing. Well, and there's a lot of them, and including a recent private member's bill about uh, gambling in Canada involving the gambling industry and horse racing industry. For the uninitiated, what the, why don't you give them the Coles Notes version of how it's important and how it impacts Woodbine? Sure. Uh, I, I think the basic premise is that... Uh, Sports wagering across Canada, single event sports wagering on sports is illegal in Canada today. Uh, if if it gets passed, and I suspect it will at some point, it's just a, a big, big revenue source for, for the government and for the taxpayers to collect the revenue from sports wagering. Then it will likely, uh, in, in effect, what will happen is if, if it goes proceeds by way of this private member's bill, uh, there will be no uh, distinction made between racing uh, racing and other sports. And so, therefore, the sports betting companies that uh, conduct across the world today and offer fixed odds wagering on horse racing as opposed to par mutual wagering, which we offer today, could then have all of their customers in Canada bet on the horse racing on fixed odds. And what we have to ensure as an industry is that since we're paying for the cost of the content, i.e. the purses and all the operating costs for the tracks, and this is consistent with all the racetracks across the country, that since our revenue source is from wagering, uh, we need to make sure we benefit from that. And so the government has to look out for the industry and protect fixed odds wagering on horse racing for the horse racing industry, because otherwise it will it will likely put the horse racing industry out of business. Because in the experience in Australia, Jim, has been that fixed odds wagering is more popular than par mutual wagering, and so uh, we have to we're working with government to ensure that the horse racing industry is protected. Is the government uh, aware, Jim, that they could be putting horse racing out of business? I, I would say they are now. <laughs> uh, I, I, we've had uh, 
uh, many discussions over the last couple of months to say that uh, Kevin Waugh's uh, private member's bill, if it went ahead unfettered, uh, would not protect horse racing. Uh, we have spoken to Kevin. Uh, he understands. Uh, we are supportive, by the way, of, of sports wagering in this country. We think it's inevitable. We think it's a great source of revenue. But it can't go ahead uh, unless the interests of horse racing and the, and the over 50,000 jobs that it represents across the country are, are protected. You know, Jim, in this pandemic time, the government's going to great lengths to protect businesses. When you talk about an industry that creates close to $6 billion in economic activity, you would think they would want to do something to protect that. Well, I think they, I, I think they will, and I, I, I'm, I'm confident uh, that we're now getting the right messaging out there. Uh, this is something that's been grappled with in, in New Jersey and New York recently uh, when uh, sports wagering was allowed in those states, and they've had the same issue there. New Jersey formed a partnership between the racetracks there, Meadowlands and, and Mammoth, and, and the sports wagering company in New York, it got left behind and they've had to retract because of the devastating impact on the horse racing uh, industry in the state of New York. So we're trying to get ahead of it here. I think we've had very good discussions with our MPs and uh, with with the interested uh, uh, MPs across the country uh, that uh, on sports wagering. And uh, I think we're well positioned for the government now to understand that uh, if they legalize single event sports wagering, there's a there's a horse racing issue there that needs to be addressed. You and I have talked a number of times on this subject, Jim, that we have to do something to bring a younger demographic into horse racing and, and teach them a little bit about the, the betting experience and that. Uh, one of your other products that you're you're also working to try to get legalized is historical horse racing. Well, does this bill interfere with that as well? Yeah, uh, two things, Larry. Uh, thanks. The, the first thing that comes to mind in terms of the new the new generation is uh, party mutual wagering is complicated. They understand uh, the young generation because they bet on football, uh, albeit somewhat illegally <laughs> in this country. Uh, they understand what fixed odds wagering is. So um, one of the reasons this is so important to attract a new generation of fans is exactly that that it. it Fixed odds wagering simplifies things and has great appeal to the new generation of, of sports bettors. In terms of historical horse racing, yes, it's all part and parcel. It's uh, We're not treating them right now relative to the private member's bill. But historical racing, if there's going to be amendments to the criminal code to allow it, uh, to allow sports betting, then the same changes can be made to allow historical horse racing for those who have par mutual licenses. The, the biggest problem right now today with historical horse racing is that uh, par mutual wagering on horse racing is only allowed on events that are to occur. And uh, it would be a simple fix to allow par mutual wagering on races that have already occurred. And uh, we're hoping, uh, again, because of because of COVID and because of all the challenges for the horse racing industry, that we will be allowed to proceed with historical horse racing, which will look and feel and, and, and somewhat have a skilled element to it. And it's something that the horse racing, a product that the horse racing industry across this country needs to sustain itself. 
Speaking with Jim Lawson, the CEO of Woodbine Entertainment. And Jim, I think a big part of this, sometimes the confusion, even from the government standpoint, is there is a sophistication in wagering on horses and wagering on sports and single game. So sometimes even beyond the, the capabilities of most people, and they do need to be educated by people like you and your staff to let them know the difference and what could happen if you do one thing one way or the other. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's uh, it's a it's a complex industry. The wagering world is complex, and uh, you know, as I said, we have we've spent a lot of time talking about the skilled aspects of of wagering and, uh, and the differences between fixed odds wagering and par mutual wagering. And, and it's uh, it's quite frankly, and and uh, it is a, it is a complex business. And in in turn, that's why we're hoping. Uh, that if single event sports wagering uh, proceeds, that the government and, and everyone understands that uh, fixed odds wagering on horse racing is very popular. It accounts for 60% of a very massive wagering uh, pool in, in Australia currently today, and it is growing in the United States. And we have to make sure that if sports wagering is, is legalized in Canada, then the, the simple form of, of sports betting, which is fixed odds, uh, applies to horse racing and the horse racing people who are paying the content for the content, the purses and the operating costs are also uh, gaining the benefit of uh, that revenue. Good stuff, Jim. Thank you for educating our listeners and well, educating me as well. We appreciate it, your time and all the best. Great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Have a great day. You too. Take care. When we come back, we are still talking about Woodbine, in this case, a man whose name is synonymous with the Toronto Racing Oval. Yes, Hall of Fame jockey Sandy Hawley joining the show. Stay tuned. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine returns in a second. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one app for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 450 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. COSTA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSTA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSTA website at costaonline.com or call 905-854-2672. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to the show. I'm Jim Lang with Larry Simpson. You know, not too many people can say that they've been inducted into two racing hall of fames and came out of retirement after a 10-year absence to win race number 6,450. Add to this winning the renowned Lou Mars Trophy twice as Canada's top athlete. And did we forget to say that he was also named to the Order of Canada? Well, of course, we can only be talking about riding legend Sandy Hawley. Sandy, welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Great to have you on the show. Jim, great to be on your show. Uh, thank you for all the uh, affirmates. Appreciate that. Thank you. Well, no, I mean, and, you know, we look at the horse racing and, and, and Canadian athletes and that, and sometimes as Canadians, we don't celebrate our own enough. And you start looking at the body of your career and what you accomplish on both sides of the border. And sometimes you have to think, 
holy smokes, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> uh, well, it was uh, 30, 30 years worth, and uh, sometimes I have to pinch myself. Boy, did, it, did I really ride that long? And <laughs> all those things have happened throughout my career. Uh, a lot of uh, exciting times, that's for sure, Jim. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Was it uh, tough to walk away from it, Sandy? Uh, you know what? Not really. I ended up uh, getting a job at Woodbine so I could stay in racing. Uh, ended up in the media department with uh, Glenn Clowder. David Wilmont was the president and CEO back then. He hired me on, and, you know, I worked for them for, shoot, almost 20 years. So it was great to, to stay in racing. And I rode for 30 years, and, and you know what, guys? Uh, I just knew it was time to move on. I think one of the great things about your resume, Sandy, is you were part of the timekeeping crew for the LA Kings for years. And I know hockey players love their <laughs> ponies. Did any of the hockey players in the penalty box ask you horse racing tips or betting tips? Um, actually, uh, not really betting tips or anything like that, but I, I did become good friends with a lot of the players, uh, mostly the LA Kings, uh, you know, guys like Bernie Nichols, uh, Butch Goring. But I did have uh, a guy called Paul Coffey come in my box one time, and he said, uh, are you Sandy? He said that the voice across in the, uh, uh, the other uh, in the dressing room said that you're Sandy Holly. And I said, yes, Paul, I am. And he said, well, my dad and I used to go to the races. And I remember my dad used to bet on you. He took his glove off and he said, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> I stood up and said, it's nice to meet me. <laughs> it's an honor to meet you. <laughs> what a great guy. Absolutely. In your career, was there who was the toughest rider to ride against? You know what? There's there's so many great great riders out there. Uh, probably one of the toughest was Lafitte Binkai in California when I went to California. Robin Platts was he was pretty tough when I rode at Woodbine. He he rode you tight and he was tough to hook at the head of the stretch. Uh, you know, guys like Chris McCarron, uh, Bill Shoemaker, uh, so so many others that I could mention. Sandy, when you watch the top jockeys now, who gets you excited and you think, man, that's this guy really knows what they're doing? Uh, you know what? Shoemaker, Shoemaker was absolutely amazing. And, you know, I asked him for a few riding tips and, and stuff like that, uh, about pushing my sticks and, and uh, other things. And he was always uh, very gracious to, to try, and, try and help me out. He was just an amazing rider. Uh, he actually told me one time, I said, if you could give me one good tip, what would it be? He said, be a good passenger. And, you know, that stuck with me the rest of my career. But do you see a current jockeys that, that excite you as well, like he used to back in the day? I'm sorry, what was that again? I said, Sandy, do you see any of the current hot jockeys now that get you excited to watch them watch them race? Oh, yeah. You know what? Uh, the Ortiz, Ortiz brothers, um, you know, there's there's so many great riders out there right now. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it is exciting to, to watch these riders and, you know, when, when you think about the Breeders' Cup, which is today and tomorrow, you get a lot of riders from uh, Europe as well. You know, the great Frank Tory and riders like that. Great guy, great rider, so much fun to watch. Speaking of Breeders' Cup, you actually came out of retirement to win your last race. What was that like? Uh, you, you hadn't been riding for, what, 10 years, and, and you came out and you won the Legends race? <laughs> That's true. It was pretty nerve-wracking. As you mentioned, it was 10 years ago. I remember getting a call from Lafitte Tenkai, and he said, we're trying to put this race together, and we're going to call it the Legends race if we can do it, and we want to get eight riders that are Hall of Fame jockeys that are retired. And I go, wow, well, that's great to, 
to be included. I said, when were you thinking about having it? And he said, well, probably in a month or so, but I'll give you a call in about a week and let you know if we're going to get it together or not. But would you be interested? And I said, yeah, count me in. I hung up the phone and I thought, holy crap, what did I, what did I just say? I haven't written for 10 years. <laughs> uh, he called me back a week later and said, we got it together. And I think I weighed like 125 at the time. So uh, luckily for me, I lived across the road from Winfield Farms. So I started getting on some horses over there. And I started going to the gym every day. And when I went back down to California a month later, I weighed 108. So I was in pretty good shape and got a tremendous horse. Got a tremendous horse. Uh, Tribal Chief was his name, trained, trained by John uh, Gosden, and he just uh, ran a tremendous race. I think he won by six lengths. You won over 6,400 races in your career, but it wasn't all roses. I, mean, you, I know if you've suffered some injuries along the way, and that ties into um, the riding crop issue. We've talked to many different people in the horse racing industry the last few weeks about the restrictions are using the riding crop for people don't realize why is it so important for jockey safety to be able to have unlimited use of the riding crop if they need it in a race? Well, you know what? Uh, if, if you've never ridden a horse before, of course, you probably wouldn't know. But uh, especially thoroughbreds, not all of them, when they run in a race, run in a straight line. You know, you do need the whip sometimes to stop, tap them on the shoulder, hit them on the butt to actually keep them straight and sometimes to encourage them to win. But at the same time, it's, it's very important for a rider to have that whip to help guide the horse. You know, in my career, I wish they all ran nice and straight, and some of them did, but they all had different personalities, and some of them like to lug in, some of them like, like to lug out, and you need that whip to tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, come on, keep straight, keep straight. So it's, it's very important to have that whip, and I knew with the, with the new whip rules, in Canada, I know that uh, you can hit three times in a row with the whip down and have uh, you can hit uh, uh, 15 times during the race. Basically, you're retired now. Any chance you may come out for, uh, of retirement for another ride? <laughs> uh, how much are you going to pay me? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, Larry. Jeez. <laughs> pay me like some of those hockey players are getting paid. Maybe I will come out of retirement. <laughs> Life is good, Sandy? <laughs> Uh, life is great. I'm um, living here down in Kentucky, um, married to uh, Karu Kochia, and we're we're doing great down here. Uh, everything's super. Yeah, appreciate you asking. Yeah, no problem, Sandy. We can't thank you enough. Uh, you've always been a first-class gentleman, and we, I never get tired of hearing the stories about your incredible racing career, but just uh, hanging out with hockey players, the belly box <laughs> to the old great Rustin form. <laughs> awesome. Sandy, uh, be oh, well. But, but, so go ahead. Talk about uh, Talk about working in the penalty box. Uh, I remember when Wayne Gretzky got traded to the L.A. Kings, I thought, well, I'm going to get to know Wayne pretty well. Well, I got to know him a little bit, but I got to know Marty McSorley really well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <in> the <laughs> yeah, you would have known but Marty you know on a first-name basis. <laughs> Thanks, Sandy. All the best. Take care. Thank you for your time. My pleasure, man. Thank you. Thanks, Sandy. After the break, Larry Simpson breaks down a couple of today's Breeders' Cup stakes races. Some action Woodbine, a betting gym at Woodbine Mohawk Park tonight, and a betting nugget at Del Mar, maybe? Whoa, your Dark Horse app and HPI account are going to get work, hard work, overtime work today. Stay with us for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day. Time to make you some money next. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. Follow us on Twitter at 1059 The Region. We'll be right back. 
Go from Dark Horse to winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back. Before we wrap up our show, of course, what would the Breeders' Cup Day be without a couple of possible betting opportunities? We'll also take a look at Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk race cards tonight. I mean, a Mohawk race card is going to be really busy tonight. And a couple other possible betting places. Larry gives us his pony picks today. But first, Larry, just a note about our earlier interview with Jim Lawson, the CEO of Woodbine Entertainment Group. Yes, I interviewed uh, Jim for our next issue of uh, Ponies 24-7. So there'll be... It's a pretty in-depth interview, which uh, will cover basically the sports betting and and uh, everything else that's going been happening and going to happen with Woodbine and Canadian racing. So it'll be upcoming very shortly. And, and I'm glad you have that interview in the magazine because it's so timely with some of the stories recently about you know Woodbine lost money this year, the old G lost a ton of money this year. I mean, the gambling industry it needs help. It needs people like Jim Lawson to champion them. That's right. And and if it wasn't for the uh, products like HPI and, and Dark Horse and that, uh, the uh, Canadian racing uh, industry would be suffering even more. Um, let's face it, today um, gambling won't be an issue for the Breeders' Cup. Tis the law, improbable, authentic. The Breeders' Cup Classic, $6 million, huge purses today. Uh, I mean, a lot of people listening right now, Larry, give me some winning picks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to uh, pull a neutral stand on on the on the classic right now really i i really haven't made up my mind yet that's how how close it is uh, seriously wow yeah, yeah i'm i'm just I'm, I'm between two or three horses but uh I, I like improbable um i i like authentic and i like tis the law um so you know but uh i'm leaning I, tis the law that just yeah, for the record yeah i haven't made my final decision all yet. right but uh, anyway just a couple of morsels from the uh from keeneland uh, race six is the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile, and there's again there's some very good horses in here. It's a great day of racing. Uh, you got Art Collector, who was one of the favorites in the recent Preakness Stakes. Uh, you got Wara Will, who won last year's Preakness. Uh, to me, though, the now horse is number ten, Complexity. Uh, he's won five of nine races lifetime. He's trained by Chad Brown. He looked very good winning his prep uh, for today's race, the Grade Two Kelso at Belmont in early uh, October. Plus, he's very versatile, uh, so the jockey can either lead with him, sit off the pace, or, you know, uh, basically stalk the pace. So I like him, the uh, complexity in the uh, sixth race today. Okay. In the seventh race, so maybe you got a daily double planned or something, uh, it's the uh, $2 million Breeders' Cup Philly Turf. It's a mile and three sixteenths. It's a field that includes Canadian champion Starship Jubilee, uh, she's got uh, Flo Giroux, who we had on the show. Oh, we love uh, him, right? Yeah. yeah, we love Flo, and, and he's on. Uh, I'm going to take a shot, though, with number 11, Odera. It's a, it's a French mare. She seems to be coming into t- today's race in the best form ever. Uh, her last three races have just been terrific. She's on first Lasix with European horses. When they go first Lasix, that's a big angle. And I love the morning line odds at 12 to 1. 
Uh, she also has some experience on firm turf, which she'll probably see today at Keeneland. And historically, the Breeders' Cup uh, filly and mare turf is usually very competitive, and it looks like it will be today. So that's, uh, that's my pick there. Uh, at uh, Woodbine, uh, we have the uh, Maple Leaf Stakes, named after, obviously, the Toronto Maple Leafs, I guess. <laughs> But uh, uh, it's uh, race six. It's a grade three stakes, and it goes for 125000 It's for fillies and mares, three-year-old and up. I like the seven horse, Heavenly Curlin. Uh, it fits the mold of a improving three-year-old. And if you're looking for some action at Del Mar, um, I had a horse that I, I had actually bet his last start, called, or bet her, it's called Agree to Disagree. <laughs> what a brilliant name for a horse. Yeah, she made her first start back in September, <laughs> and, and, and her workouts were just great leading up to this race. And and for you uh, harness uh, players at Woodbine Mohawk Park, tonight I like a horse called Mongolian Hero. The same horse. He's back in. He's in oh, race. He's okay. in race two, uh, number nine tonight. Uh, I selected him last week because he was coming down in class, and I guess... You know, a lot of people saw that because he was bet down to favoritism. He unfortunately got parked first up on the outside in a 53 and change half, and that kind of did him in. So that's usually a good sign, though. He made a first up move, and they tried with the horse. He's dropping down in another significant class today. This is the day to make sure your Dark Horse and HPI accounts are all up to date. You're going to need them with everything happening at Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Del Mar, and of course, the Breeders' Cup and the big classic. Uh, it's so tight, Larry can't even pick it, but uh, <laughs> it's going to be a great day of racing. And, of course, as always, don't forget, thank you for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Just a reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24-7 magazine, email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. That's theponies247experience at gmail.com. Stick around with 105.9 of the region all weekend long. Up next, the feed with the legend Ann Romer, a special Remembrance Day edition of the feed, so looking forward to that. I'll be back here Monday morning. Bet wisely. Have a great weekend. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.